We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Cavs in Miami for the first of a back-to-back separated by one day. I know it's for scheduling purposes. I still hate it. Makes no sense. I mean, they've got a back-to-back here with the Heat. They've got another one coming up, I think, with the Hornets mm-hmm. and the Magic, I believe. I think you're right. Don't, well, isn't there a fourth one? Aren't there Might like be a fourth one? Aren't eight of the last fourteen, fifteen no, games? You're right about that. I just can't remember the other opponent. I think it's the Nets. Am I wrong on that? Uh, well, I can tell you in one second, Nicholas. Mm. So wait you, with bated breath. No, there's no waiting. It's the Nets. You're right. Okay. Um, so it's it's the Hornets coming up. Here Sunday and Tuesday, then the Nets, the 21st, 23rd, and then we move ahead to April, and at the end of the season, they've got two road games back-to-back against the Magic. The Cavs are two-and-a-half-point favorites in this game tonight, and I'm, I'm, I'm torn between two things. The Heat have not lived up to expectations. Kyle Lowry's out, by the way. Jimmy Butler is uh, day-to-day. I don't know if he's going to play. Butler matters. Lowry doesn't to me. Yeah. I uh, I mean Lowry's still a rotational player, but I understand your point in terms of Is this the Kevin Love game? game. We're the just Ke- jumping topics. The now. Kevin Love revenge game. All right, sorry, well, that's okay. We'll we're get all to, over the place. That's you're, well, I'm all. Yeah, over the place. I was gonna say one of us is. That's okay. That's we right. got new phones. It's well, new phone day. Well, listen, yesterday you couldn't say a word. No, I I could or a name a name. A I name. could until <laughs> six o'clock hour, and then I stopped being able to speak the English language at six o'clock. Yeah. Specifically, I'm, listen. You, you get me. I'm like a little like uh, hamster, uh-huh. like on, on the little wheel they uh-huh. run on. And that's what hamsters run on. That's right. yeah. The, and so when something ha- like this, we got this new screen in front of me. Uh-huh. I can't. I can't focus. That's fair. I don't know what to do with myself. So Kevin Love Revenge came tonight. Two one six four seven four double o ninety two. I'm asking you. I'm not asking the phones yet. If you'd like to call we'll, in, and we'll get, get to the phone. You want to ding? Give us a call. No, I. You want to go back to the Kevin Love revenge game? That's why I threw it out, yeah. Okay. Uh, no, who cares? Oh, I no. See, I think that's the take you have today. I guarantee you if Kevin Love dusts you for 25 points and shoots six of seven shooting from three, There's nothing I about you. Kevin Love that's unlikable. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, again. No, because it's not about Kevin Love being unlikable. The revenge is if he has a good game tonight or even on Friday – if he has a mid game tonight, even though we can't say that, and mid? then and then Who a says great that what thirty seven year old adult male says what thirty seven year old loser says mid. Are you a stan? I'm a stan. I'm a stan. Stan. I love stands, so I'm a stan of stands. But 
if Kevin Love has a great game and either Will we one give of the, flowers about the next two games, absolutely people are going to have something to say about it. Because it's not even about Kevin Love. It's about you had this guy on your bench and you didn't play him. And I think he has been about who he was when he was in Cleveland. This year, specifically. Like, he's averaging like eight and a half points per game. He's shooting like 25% from three. He's had a couple nice games. He's also had a couple flat-out stinkers. Yeah, I mean, he's started a few games. He's not doesn't have, like, consistent numbers in terms of minutes in the rotation. But he's he's playing. I mean, he's playing more than he played here. Well, and it's more they're giving him the runway to figure it out. And if he does yeah, figure it out. they're trying to let him land the plane. I mean, let's say he figures out and he can be who he was last year for the Cavs in Miami. Right. I think, yes, I think Cavs fans are going to have something to say about that. And by the way, I think they should. Because I this whole idea of, like, the Cavs have done a great job of PR spinning Kevin Love not being here anymore. At the beginning of the year, he was quoted as saying, you know, I know my contract's up at the end of this year, but I think I can see myself finishing my career in Cleveland. Four months later, or four weeks later, he was gone. And the answer was, well, you know, we wanted to do right by Kevin. Because what was the thing holding you back from playing Kevin Love? So, yeah. And if I'm Kevin Love, I absolutely. Like, the ultimate revenge game is Kevin Love in the playoffs costing you a game if you were to play the Heat in the playoffs. Costing you a game by scoring like twenty points and you know five of seven or five of six from three point shooting, like this would still chap your ass. I think this is one we have to realize going into it. The next two games, we should all kind of have a little apprehensive because because if he goes out there and balls out, it does open up uncomfortable questions. Really, I mean, I, I just don't think that a regular season game like this, and also we're putting a lot. To say that we think Kevin could do something like miraculous tonight. Well, I mean, he's already had a couple of really nice games there. I mean, okay, what's what's a really nice game? Is he going to score twenty points the, tonight? The, the second night, he had like fourteen points and was like, "Yeah, is he, I can't think he's going to do that tonight." Shooting. Why couldn't he? Well, the Cavs are the best defensive team in basketball. It's his old team. There's a lot of pressure on him. And where the Cavs tend to give up a lot of easy points on the perimeter. Yeah, he's also got to hit shots. See, but I think the point is like. I, I maybe maybe how about this? Why don't we throw it out? 216-474-0092. Are you watching the next two games Kevin Love in Miami against his old team? Are you watching it a little bit cautiously because of the idea of a, a Kevin Love revenge game? Cuz one of two things has to happen for Kevin Love for it to be a, a true revenge game. One, Miami obviously has to win. Two, Kevin Love has to have a great game. I think either one of those things, if it was just one game, I think it's a little different. But the fact that it's two straight games, it's in the building, it basically, these when they schedule the games like this, it basically is like a de facto two-game playoff series. Like, the stakes aren't the same, but, like, some of the habits that you have to practice and some of, like, just getting used to, to, to try and play the same team two games in a row, yep. that that does mimic the playoffs a little bit. So I think that actually aids into the idea in one of these that's games. A, that's Love an interesting train of thought because it does make sense. You're, you're now you're going to have one, two, three, four series here mm-hmm. against the same team 
not always not back to back nights, but basically back to back games. Mm-hmm. And it will allow I almost said Stefanski. It will allow Bickerstaff him too to sort of game plan a little bit and go back and look at the tape and then make adjustments going from the first game to the second game. So that mm-hmm. I think that does sort of emulate what a series is like in the playoffs. So that's that's kind of a benefit for the Cavaliers. No, I think it is. I, I think in this specific case, I think it's also a benefit for Kevin. Because you get two looks at your old team. Yeah. I'm not worried about him. I, I can't wait. I, I'm just going to call you, it right now, now. Now you're rooting for him. No, no, no. Well, I'm always rooting for Kevin Love. He's one of the, you know. Like, I think you can say Kevin Love had a lot of problematic times here in Cleveland where he's a bit of a baby and also still love the player. Like, if Kevin Love at the deadline, got traded, Kevin Love would have been carried out of town in one of those gondolas. What are the things that they used to hoist uh, rulers in ancient Rome up on? He'd be carried out of one of those with palm fronds being waved to keep him warm, and he'd be walked all the way to Miami. That's how it would have been if he had been traded out of town as an expiring contract. There was kind of a nothing to Kevin Love. Like, there was a thank you. It's not the same... It's not the same as it would have been as if he didn't leave on his own choice. I, I don't know, man. Like, I, I'm just – maybe he has a great game tonight and I'm all pissed off about it. I just – I don't think it's that big a deal. Okay. Okay, well, I mean, maybe I'll change my mind tomorrow. What, what, is, the, what is the Cavs' biggest problem right now? Or what is well, one of the Cavs' biggest several problems, problems right but now. But is bench scoring one of the bigger issues? It is. Is okay. he coming off the bench tonight? He would be coming off the bench here. That's the no. Point. I understand that. All right, but I, he I, couldn't get on the court here. I just, I'm now hoping, and so I'm not rooting for Kevin Love. I'm rooting for the thing that exposes what we've done multiple times. Which going into games like tonight, we've always downplayed them, and then when they happen, people lose their ever loving mind. And I think we are like we're in panic stretch with the Cavs. And I, I in the uh, segment this morning where they just took endless shots at your boy, Nicky Dubs. Uh, in the morning, uh, Lima was talking about how the other day I had said that I'm not panicking about the Cavs. I think they are who they are. Uh, but he couldn't, he couldn't, like, uh, couldn't track my logic because I also said I could see the, the, the Cavs getting swept by the Knicks. And my greater point is I just think the Cavs are who they are. I don't think there's anything more we can tell about the Cavs until we get to the playoffs. So we shouldn't panic. You can be real about your team. You can say that they're disappointing. or Not disappointing. That they have some things that could set them up for disappointing. But it's all hypothetical. Are the slow starts going to kill them in the playoffs? I don't know. It's hypothetical. Um, Do they have enough bench scoring to actually win a seven-game playoff series? Or if they win a playoff series, can they hang with Boston or Milwaukee with a, with a bench that has no um, no confidence right now, isn't playing with any manner of con- I don't know. I I don't. I tend to not think so. But we don't have any frame of reference for anybody on this team in the playoffs. So that's where I separate being real about who the Cavs are and panicking. Panicking to me means well, here are the three biggest flaws in the Cavaliers and. It's why they're not going to reach what I think is their expectations, so I'm going to lower my expectations. I'm not doing that. I think, so what are your expectations? I think they should at least compete for, like have like a 6-7 game first-round playoff series. And 
I think anything more than that, I think winning a first-round playoff series, now you know what? That's maybe hedging it. I think they should win a first-round series. They're a top-four seed. That's who they are. That's who they've been through almost 70 games. That's who they should be. It's that simple. But anything above that, and I think I th- this is where I actually think the lack of expectations actually does aid to the panic. Because I think lack of expectations allows you to be more um, reactionary when bad things happen. Like if Kevin Love, guys, we should have all been asking the question, why did the Cavs move on from Kevin Love when they needed scoring off the bench? We should have all been asking um, how this relationship went from, I want to be a Cav for the rest of my career, to four weeks later asking for a buyout. So, I'm confused. Are you angry at Kevin Love for asking for the buyout? It's not about Kevin Love. No, I, I think the Cavs have glossed over this, and I don't like that. What do you mean they've glossed over it? I think they've, I think they've framed it as the player wanted out, so we let him out. Okay, but what happened in the breakdown of the relationship? Because that's the reality. The real story is Kevin Love and the Cavs' relationship broke down. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, he didn't play. He wasn't in the rotation. That okay. would make any relationship break down. But then, so I guess the point is, was he led to believe he was never getting back in the lineup? And also, listen, I know he wasn't, but there's plenty of guys not performing in the lineup. There are plenty of guys. Lamar Stevens is the most hit-or-miss player in, in, on the Cavs. Love him, but he's hot and cold. Yeah. Um, Isaac Coro, and I and the retort with those two guys specifically will be, well... They're defense-first guys. Okay, but you've got one guy of of your bench bunch that had a significant upside. He probably should have been the guy that you had more leeway with and you tried to do everything you can, especially considering he was injured with a thumb earlier in this year. You should have done a lot more mm-hmm. to keep him a part of the, the, the team when you don't have somebody to actually replace him. Seems to me you're you're really mad at the team for how they handled the situation. Not mad, but I I I don't think they've sufficiently answered. And to me, it, I just wonder what, what what are they supposed to say? I mean, what do you want them to say? Why the relationship broke down, and it and it is a little bit more than just he wasn't playing at the time. Do they owe us that though? Yes, yes, they do. Why? Because it's transparency. And they, yeah, they, they've been pretty transparent about the whole thing. I think you, you, just any normal, you know, common sense human being can look at it and say, yeah, clearly it broke down. We don't know exactly what was said behind the scenes, and I don't know that that's our our right to know that information. Certainly, there was something going on. He wasn't getting on the court, and he wanted to play somewhere else. I think you are being. I think you're in the love bubble, and I don't hate it. What's the love bubble? The love bubble with the Cavs. And that's okay. Yeah. Like, oh, they're winning, so we're not going to criticize them, right? Because that's criticize what we do. Criticize them every day. Where, when? Every day. What, I've been what, killing what JB this year. Okay. 216. Okay, what? Run the tape. I mean, I don't need to run the tape. I've done the show. So okay, I, do you remember? Yeah, I don't think you've been critical of the Cavs at all. Okay. I think you've been very critical of the Browns, and rightfully so. I'm very critical of the Cavaliers. Okay. All right. The coach, if, if for you, sure the if coach. If you believe that, I believe in you. Thank you. Cavs heat tonight. Um, we kind of got to, into this in the pre-show. 
is in terms of the the playoff race here, in terms of the the seeding race, it certainly does feel like the mood about the Cavs fluctuate a little bit more from one game to the next. Do you agree with that? Uh, yeah. Well, it, it, that's kind of the case every single game, isn't it? No, I don't necessarily see it that way. I no. feel like we've more panicked here recently or mm-hmm. panicked or hyped recently. I think some of that is the Knicks have been really good, even yeah. though they lost last night. I think it depends. I mean, it depends on who you're playing. It depends on the the situation. Have you lost six in a row? Have you won seven in a row? Like, what's going on with the team? I mean, the Cavaliers are a really good team. I mean, they've got one of the best home records in the the, the league. They are a four seed right now, like... I don't know. I mean, the people that overreact it, to me is just silly. Like, l- let's overreact during the postseason. Let's overreact in the playoffs if the Cavs get swept or if the Cavs sweep somebody else. And I mean, but you and I have both overreacted to games recently. That's my job. Oh, so n- I only tried, you I can tried. overreact? No, that's our job. Okay, and no, what I meant is only uh, we can overreact. No, fans can too. Well, but you just said let's not overreact. I would like to try not to. All right. I'm confused. I get that. I get that. Um, well, what's what, what are we doing here? Well, I'm trying to host a radio talk show, and I believe you are as well. Yes. But we're having a malfunction at the junction. What's going on? I don't know. Do you think that um, – so you don't think the pressure has changed here recently? No. Okay. I think that the highs and the lows between and like there are certain games like nobody gives it nobody gave a damn about the Detroit game. The only thing we gave a damn about the Detroit game was Donovan's finger. But like that was a comfortable game. It was a game that you could win. That but like specific to games against Miami, games against Boston, um the Knicks really weren't in it when you played the Knicks. So that's probably not. Or they weren't in it to the extent they're they've been in it here recently. Nine and one in their last ten games. Yeah, I think it's interesting how I think I'm finally saying I think I'm finally comfortable with having expectations, right? Like earlier, I said you need to win a first round series. You've been too good in the regular season through sixty whatever games. You're you've been too good to not be able to to show up in the playoffs. And there are obvious questions, obvious issues. I think it's probably that's about as good as they can do this year. But I think that's a fair expectation. I think I'm even to the point where I feel comfortable saying, all right, there's like 15 games left in the season. You should be the number four seed. If you're not, it is a bit of a disappointment. I'd be disappointed if they're not the number four seed at this point. Yeah. Well, and easiest schedule, re- remaining yeah. strength of schedule left in the NBA. So, like, those are two expectations I didn't have 10 days ago. Uh, not, not not 10 days ago. Sorry, that was rough. Uh, 25 days ago. But I think the Knicks run, I think, has suddenly added to a little bit of the concern. I think that's interesting. I, I think it's making... You, are I, you concerned about the Knicks or no? So... Not from I mean, a, not, they just lost to the Hornets last night. Yeah, and they, they beat Boston twice in the previous nine games. So, like, I, I can't say they're not. Like, I don't no, think. But my point is it's the regular season. Like, it's, I mean, you take every win and loss with a grain of salt, you know? I mean, it's it's a battle of attrition. We're trying to get to the end of the season. The teams are trying to get 
as many wins as they possibly can to, to you know get themselves in a good position for seeding purposes. And I, I don't know. I mean, it's just it's hard to tell, especially in the East right now. Like outside of like the Bucks and the Celtics, there's a lot of like good teams. I think most team or most of us have been where you are mm-hmm. right now for the first 60 games of the year. And I think the threat of the Knicks has aided to, again, I don't want to say it's it's panic or hype or anything like that, but I think it's added the intrigue. Yeah. I think it's made the regular season feel more real. Because I think for a long time it was like, well, yeah, they had lost uh, up until the you know Knicks got super hot. You know, four games ago when the Knicks had only won five straight games, yeah. Well, yeah, sure, they've lost two of three. Or, yeah, sure, the Cavs have lost. I mean, right now they've lost four of seven. And I don't think they're going to collapse. But I don't know. I, I like. I, it's the first time I've actually doubted that the Cavs are going to finish the regular season strong. Mm-hmm. And it's because of the way they played the last four of the seven, or sorry, four of the last uh, seven games. And it's also because there's a team below you. Like Miami, not, I mean, they're playing. Uh, they've had some good moments. They're playing great through the seventh seed. Uh, Brooklyn has had a couple great moments. They've also had a lot of losses like to Charlotte. I mean, even teams like um, – I mean, even Philly's kind of had a few moments here recently. But the Knicks coming from the play-in all the way up to the five seed and getting within two games of you, I think it's added something. I think it's made a more – I think it's added to the tension. So maybe it's not about expectations or panic, but I think it has added to the tension. Okay. I just made it feel. I, I'll be honest with you. I think it's made it more enjoyable, even if slightly untenable. Because right, it's a tension. It's the end of the regular season. Yeah, but I mean, we're in, we're in a good position here. Oh, you are. I, I just the, the Cavs should lose tonight because you'll be a completely different person tomorrow. It, it, I think it's what you want. No, it's not what I want. Yeah, it is. No, it's what I think you need because I think you're talking out your ass right now. I think you're talking out your ass. No, nope, I'm sorry. I think I've seen enough Cavs panic on Twitter and out of you that I think the second they have another bad loss, especially if they come out tonight and they just got that uh, that Miami fever, right? They just they spent too late at the club last night. That they they, they uh, read too many of their positive uh, clippings again. I think I think you'll turn on them again. We'll see. We'll see about that. By the way, I just wanted to, to, to give a quick shout-out to my son who's listening right now. Ooh. He's got a text that, that uh, Tatum's home from school or on his way home from school, and today's his 10th birthday. Well, happy so, birthday, Tatum. Tatum, love you, buddy. Now, have you already given him his birthday presents? Well, he got some gifts this morning, and he's going to get more on this weekend at right, a wh- party. Wh- what we get this morning? Well, it's Pokemon cards, man. Oh, that's all the rage. It's all they want. Now, is, is he, uh, Tatum, I'm asking you, but I'm asking your dad because you're not here. Um does he? Does he? Does he? Is he full into like selling them online and everything? He doesn't really sell them. He likes to trade them with his buddies. But mm-hmm. he, like he, he's got the binder and collects them and stuff. Yeah. And so uh, he's every- got ones that are like worth a lot, like, not a lot, but like you know twenty, thirty bucks. And he, he's so, not gonna. He's gonna do nothing with them. He just likes to collect them. So my kids are into the Pokemon cards as well. Yeah. And every time my little nephew comes over, he's like six and he knows everything about these cards. I'm like, hey man, which one of these worth anything? And then I just pull I've got up. a friend like who's like that because his son is really into the Pokemon cards, my mm-hmm. buddy Josh. And he, he could look at a card and be like, yeah, that's that's worth about 45 bucks. So uh, I'll, just, I'll just pull them out for my kids because I don't want them trading. I'm like, trade all this crap for better cards. And they, they come coach home. coach them up, right? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not even telling them. 
I'm just there's a there's a stack of good Pokemon cards somewhere that just keeps getting added to <laughs> as they just trade you know like three crap cards for like one good card mm-hmm. and Dad just comes over and just gonna put it over here. I'm I'm trying to pay for college here, friends. Yeah. Like the, the Pokemon card, uh, there's uh, there's no shame in that game. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.